0: What's up, everyone? This is Clay Dieters from The Issue, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast.
1: But, uh, that's cool.
2: Hey, how are you, man? Yeah. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So, Chris, you want to lead? You want me to start?
1: Um, oh, I'll I'll start. So, right. I was listening to the band, and I, I mean this as a compliment, but it reminds me of like early two thousands modern rock. Is that something that was intentional or?
0: Um, I don't know that it was necessarily intentional. That's just kind of what we grew up listening to and and playing was you know 90s 2000s rock Um, yeah yeah i guess so i think it was more of a subconscious thing than a intentional thing i suppose
1: (laughs) i don't i don't like i say i mean that in a really like it doesn't sound like it was made in 2000 i'm just saying you can definitely hear that influence kind of like how you can hear 70s rock and pearl jam for instance absolutely
0: yeah you know and like it there's two bands that are kind of, you know, big influence. Well, three, I should say. Foo Fighters, yeah, uh, Alice and Chains, and Alter Bridge are kind of three bands that have had a fair amount of influence on our style,
1: I would say. Um, it's too bad Miles Kennedy can't sing. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably, in my Just opinion, prob- <laughs> probably one of the best hard rock singers, I think, ever. That guy's yeah. so I, good.
0: I think he's one of the best singers in general. Ever, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. He's, his his range was, is so unbelievable.
3: Yeah, Slash came to Helsinki. I'm in Finland, so Slash came to play the Helsinki Ice Hall with Scandinavia, obviously. And it was it was stupid. Like you know, Slash was in the middle, and then this motherfucking rock star is just doing his amazing <laughs> vocals on the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was like. But why? Like, and, and Slash wasn't even that good. I'll tell you, like, it was embarrassing when he he had like I don't know, like a thirty minute slot for his solo, and it took like twelve of those minutes for him to warm up and like hit notes that made fucking sense. Right. You know, <laughs> and it's just he's just doing his thing with his hat and blah blah blah, and there's this <laughs> shining beacon of of perfect vocals just leading his turn.
1: I'll tell you, Slash Slash's bass player might actually be as good of a singer as Miles Kennedy. Todd Kearns. I
0: was I was literally just going to make a comment about that. Todd Kearns is insane. Um, oh, yeah. They, yeah. The, the song, I think it's the song Back From Cali. There's just some super high harmonies. And when you watch any of their live videos on YouTube, um, Todd Kearns is the guy going up, climbing up there and hitting all that high shit.
1: Well, you can actually, He he's in the band Sin City Sinners in Vegas, but I'm yeah. from Canada. I live in D.C. now but he was in a massive band in the nineties in Canada called age of electric huge okay. band. And, and I actually got to meet him quite a few times. I've worked with him in recording studios a few times. The guy is unbelievable. Like you say, hit this note. He's just like, ah, it's just done. <laughs> just done. And it's like, perfect. So
0: isn't Brent Fritz, Fritz, Brent Fitz. He's from yeah. Canada too, right? The drummer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the bass player is, too. Or, like, in the Sin City Sinners. Sure. Yeah. So, But, yeah, anyways, Miles Kennedy, you just don't get me on a rant, because that guy.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. Slash, I mean, Slash is still a band with Miles Kennedy and then Alter Bridge as well. Those were two bands when I was in, um, like, late middle school all the way through high school and, and still even now. Those were two bands that I listened to on repeat. Um, Alter Bridge's first three records, I really dug. And then everything that Slash has done with his solo band, I think it's just been fucking phenomenal. Those guys, he's got a really good band right now. I mean, I think they're one of the best hard rock bands in the scene.
1: Yeah. So where are you located?
0: Um, So the band is based out of Minneapolis. Um, I'm kind of the Lone Ranger. I live about two hours northwest of the minneapolis area in a small town called glenwood minnesota yeah um me my wife and i live out here um next to the big old lake minnewaska um cool and yeah i got i'm just hanging in my i got a little studio set up in my basement uh where i do kind of a lot of my writing and demoing and stuff like that and and then um drive down to Minneapolis weekly and meet with the guys. And we there's a studio in one of the smaller suburbs of the twin cities that we do pretty much all our work out of recording, um, our video stuff, all our video stuff that we put up on our YouTube channel is pretty much done been done out of that studio. Um, so it's kind of nice to have that relationship where we can get it all done in one place.
1: Yeah. Are you the main songwriter in the band?
0: um for the most part i guess you could say that i write all the lyrics um but it's uh the band is pretty collaborative as a whole um you know it generally starts out with a riff idea um coming from either myself um or our other guitar player and our bass player kyle he plays bass as well or plays uh guitar as well i hope he plays
1: bass (laughs) 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 he does
0: he does damn well too Um, but yeah, he plays guitar as well. So he'll come, you know, he'll bring some riff ideas to the band too. And it's kind of um, you know, we're at our best when we're all in a room together. Um, at least I feel that way. Um, so I think we're making the best music as a whole, as a band. Um, so yeah, it might start off with an idea from myself or one of the other guys, but it's really when the band gets a hold of it that it becomes the issue.
1: Right. Cool. Are you are you um recording yourselves? Do you work in a studio with an engineer and a producer?
0: Um so our very first our very first two EPs that we did, we have one that we put out oh, like in 2017 or 2018. Um and if you listen to it, you can kind of tell that that was self somewhat self-produced. We did have an engineer that was kind of helping with us, helping us at the time. But I was actually going through an apprenticeship program out of the studio in Minneapolis. And that's when we recorded that EP. It was kind of when I was learning how to record and do all that stuff. Um, But our second EP, we worked, um, we kind of self-recorded it and then had a guy mix it for us. Um, And then all the singles since, actually, no, one of the singles, our first single after that EP was the same deal we recorded it and that same guy had mixed it for us but um what you need you and fallen our latest three releases those we worked with a producer in minneapolis and you can tell that there's a kind of a difference in quality of sound going from that older stuff to this newer stuff
1: Who was the producer
0: uh ian colms is his name okay um he's done a lot of hard rock um records um out of the Minneapolis area, Midwest region, um, uh, super, super nice down to earth guys, a great guitar player, musician himself. Um, and we had a lot of fun um, going into the studio and kind of chopping up the songs. And he really took on the producer role for these newer tunes. Um, we hadn't really worked with a producer leading up to this point yet. It was a lot of just self-produce record have somebody mix it and and go from there. Where this time, you know, he got a hold of the material before we went into the studio, um, so he got a chance to dissect it a little bit and you know, kind of like he he was really good about trimming the fat off of the songs. Like, hey, let's you know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. There's some I can tell you guys are young and. And excited to write music, so let's just kind of let's 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 make some badass rock tunes. You know, keep the the shit that everybody's gonna dig. Get rid of the unnecessary stuff, and let's make some cool music. And that's what we did.
1: Hurry up and get to the vocal. Hurry up and get to the chorus. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that was kind of (laughs) it. Hey, we do a lot of work with Pavement or a lot of Pavement artists. How did you guys get hooked up with Pavement?
0: Um, so I had heard about Pavement from a band in Minneapolis called Via. Um, they're another hard rock band, kind of similar to the issue. And I kind of heard about them. They had worked with them in the past. Um, so I knew about Pavement, but then this band Plush, which I'm sure you guys have heard about has blown up within the past year, year and a half. So I was just kind of like doing some research on them, like, all right, who are these guys? Who are they working with? And I saw that they were working with pavement. So I had actually reached out um, to Mark, or no, Tim. I We reached out to Tim when we were putting out our song, What You Need. And we talked, and he was definitely interested in working with us. Um, but we didn't really have our ducks in a row enough at that time to kind of take the step to jump on board with pavement. Mm -hmm. um so we um we kept working with uh the people that we were working with at that time um we worked with them for what you need and you and then when we were working on fall and i was like we should really we should really reach back out to to tim and see see if payments interested in working this tune for us and so i sent sent him over an email and he listened to the song and he was like hell yeah let's you know if you guys are in let's do this thing so So we did. Nice. Nice Nice. and easy.
1: I think we've we've interviewed Plush before. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think we interviewed them before they blew up. Yes. That's usually what happens.
2: Yeah. We're like the lucky rabbit's foot. I don't know if you were aware of that. (laughs) You come on the show and then people blow up and forget about us.
1: Yeah. Right on.
2: Well, they never never come (laughs) back,
1: but you'll come back, right? (laughs) Hey.
0: Hey, we'll come. I'll come back anytime.
1: (laughs) How close are you to Canada?
0: Um, I think it's about six hours. Oh, oh. wow.
1: That's yeah. Uh, then never mind.
0: Four yeah, six yeah. hours, I would say about four four to six hours.
1: Your accent sounds very Canadian, so I thought you were like right on the border. <laughs> hey, you know?
0: yeah. I I do get that a lot. It must be that central Minnesota
1: <laughs> accent
0: yeah. or whatever the
1: Aboot. <laughs> hey, yeah.
2: you got anything, Raina? Oh, <laughs>
3: Well, I really, really had to pee, so that's why I. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes.
1: <laughs> Nobody wants a full so bladder. What
3: do people do for fun in Minnesota when they're not making rock music?
0: Um. Well, I grew up playing hockey. Um, that was my. You thing are that- Canadian. basically (laughs) well minnesota could be part of canada as fucking cold as it is here (laughs) yep (laughs) um but yeah i I grew up playing hockey hockey's a really big thing in minnesota they call it the state of hockey in the united states um of course so um, i hope you didn't see me roll
1: my eyes i think
0: i think we rival canada with the amount of people we have in the nhl
1: um, not even Just close to the dude.
0: state of Minnesota. Not even
3: close. <laughs> I, you, I wonder how that would go like, uh, according to, like, you know, in the, in the ratio to the size of the country, because I'm Finnish and we also have our fair share of people in the NHL.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. but no one rivals. Did you Canada. know? No one rivals Canada. They, you, know you know why they the guy- canceled the World Juniors? Because Canada was about to slaughter everybody They're like, "Hey, it's over ah, yeah. We can't God. let the Americans win this
0: <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Sorry Didn't did we just win last year and the year
1: before? Oh, Sorry, I don't know if you can see these Oh, shit <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on here? Yes <laughs>
2: We have no respect for our guests here at all yeah, Not if You're they're caught con- Hey,
1: it's uh, hockey yeah, that's right. right. You fucking you gotta, cross-check someone, punch him in the face after the game. You I, go for a beer.
2: So I'm, yeah, let me right. let me let me just interject. My United States, not Minnesota. The island. <laughs> the Islanders have to be probably the best team ever in history,
1: led by a Canadian right now, Matt Marzell. <clears throat> Sorry, no, did I, I said that.
0: I, the out Islanders right? are pretty good this year. They have four. been the past few years.
2: Yeah, not many. Not many teams have done four in a row in their history. And I, yeah, I lived through it. Yes, that's and true. I'll, but I'll so, say this: Fuck Canada.
1: When I was <laughs> when I was uh, five years old, I think that was when the Islanders lost to the Oilers. When I lived in Edmonton,
2: and then that started their four-year dynasty. Yes. Well, and when was the last time a Canadian team has won the Cup? Though that's what fuck, I you.
1: Know. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. The the difference is is that every American team that's won the Cup has done it on the back of Canadians. That's, yeah, that's... the problem.
0: That's true.
1: That's true. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. So, Rena may not know this, but in 2011, I was living in Vancouver when Vancouver was playing the Bruins, and everyone knew there was going to be a riot. The whole city knew this place is going to burn to the ground if they lose on Game that was 7. That's crazy. And they lost. And I was going home that night, and I saw the fucking Bruins bus driving down West Broadway going to the airport. And people were literally throwing anything they could at the fucking bus. <laughs> there was bottles flying nice. at the bus. Like you have no idea. It was just crazy. Anyways, we gotta get That's back hilarious. to music. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> That's okay. I love some good hockey talk. <laughs> Rena?
3: Yeah, it's super important. Well, I have important things to say about hockey too, you know. Just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I don't understand right. hockey. Like my favorite <laughs> my favorite NHL team was the San Jose Sharks because they have the cutest fucking logo. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: nice, and
3: their clubs have had like the turquoise, you know, the the flip, the thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I you could say that. Let's stop talking about hockey and go back to
2: music. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good idea. <laughs> Anybody? Mina? Uh, All right, I, I can yeah, jump no, in.
3: Yeah, I didn't say about music either. Yeah, no, <laughs> but hey, so you guys actually dropped a single, which I hope you did yep. already while I was emptying no. my bladder. But yeah, so tell, tell us more about the hate that you want directed at you. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. what the title says, hate me. You know.
0: Hate me, yep. yeah, Fallen. Yeah, uh, that was the song. Um, that was actually a song that we kind of had in our catalog for um, a while that for whatever reason, it just seemed to take some time to get to a place where we felt comfortable releasing it. Um, we had recently brought in a new guitar player, Colin Johnson, um, on lead guitar, and he's got some killer chops Um he's got more of a classic rock influence to his style. Jimi Hendrix is like a big influence on his, um, which kind of seems odd throwing into like our sound, but for whatever reason, it really works. And kind of leading up to this point, we've kind of been missing the big gnarly guitar solos in our songs. Um, So once we got Colin on board and kind of got his take on the song and stuff it really started to develop and then Ian Colmes the producer um, he got a hold of it and he was like he was like this is this could be a really cool song I just think we need to tailor it a little bit so we went into the studio and just kind of threw the shit at the wall and started moving stuff around and, and really chopped the song up and 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 it came out way different than what we went into and way better than what we went into the studio um, with originally. So it was, it was just, it was exciting, you know, to have this song that's been floating around our catalog for, for probably three or four years that we didn't really know what to do with. Um, Just finally come together. And once, you know, once Ian got a hold of it and we started getting it put together the way we wanted it to go, the lyrics and the melodies just kind of came to me, you know, like that. And, the rest was history.
1: Was it hard on your ego working with a producer for the first time?
0: Um, it's a little, it it is a little tough because, um, you know, there, it, you, you do have to put your ego in check because the goal is to go in and just make great music. So, you know, if your idea isn't holding up, you know, sometimes you can be like, well, fuck you guys. Like, this is this was my idea this is how we're gonna do it um but i think that's what's great about working with a producer as a band because sometimes you know when you're self-producing as a band you can have a hard time getting those messages across you know if i say to kyle the bass player like dude your part sucks he's gonna be like fuck you your vocal part sucks you know blah, blah, blah 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 now you have this band tension where you take this outside force that has You know, nothing to do with what's going on in the band. Let him be the guy to relay those messages. Yeah. And then, and, and, and then it just, you know, it really feels like you can make something a lot cooler, a little more, maybe wholesome, because, because it's, you're not hanging on to these ideas that you had when you first wrote it, because sometimes those ideas are what's holding the song back.
1: Demoitis exactly
0: and we you know we kind of fell into that trap with some of these songs and some of this material we have coming out um in the future here where it was just like demo and demo and demo and demo and it's like well we're doing all these demos but it doesn't seem like we're getting anywhere so you know what's going on here so that's why i was like okay i think it might be time for us to bring in a producer and and you know let's see let's see what he has to say and it ended up you know, being a good relationship and we made some cool stuff.
1: How many times did you override the producer's decision?
0: Um, there was only really like one time where, and I think it was with the guitar solo, which, which, um, I didn't play Colin laid down a gnarly guitar solo, but I, I think he wanted to take, make the guitar solo shorter, like half as long. And I was like, if like, we can take a lot from a lot of places, but we got to keep the guitar solo.
1: <laughs> fucking guitar players. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I'm not, you know, I, I'm just the rhythm guitar player, but I fucking love a good guitar solo,
1: you know?
2: So. <laughs> uh, Bruce? I've got, I'm going to finish off with one of my uh, ridiculous questions, but I just want to make sure Rena doesn't have anything else.
3: No, no, no. was the next one happening or
2: canceled? Uh, They haven't jumped like two minutes. They haven't jumped in yet, but so real quickly, I'll let you know when they jump in and we can, we can uh, end this one. But so I've got a ridiculous question. We try and end our our podcast on some sort of humor and some sort of laughs. So nothing music related or hockey related or any of that bullshit. (laughs) What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? (laughs) <laughs> mythical creature? Oh my!
0: Uh,
3: there is a right answer, and if you give us the wrong one, like gonna, you know, it's serious.
2: We're gonna edit this badly. <laughs> what there is what right mythical answer.
0: creature? I I don't even know how to answer that question. That one blindsided
2: me. All right, you want another? Uh, you want another one then? Ah, uh, sure. An easy one. You ready? There, yeah. There you go. All right. Is a hot dog. A sandwich, a hot dog is a (laughs) sandwich.
0: I mean, it depends on how many condiments you put on it, I suppose. Otherwise, straight up hot dog.
2: Yes, but so a
3: completely new angle, (laughs) right?
1: This is a new angle on
2: the hot dog. I
3: fucking love it. So
2: wait, I want (laughs) want to. I want, to see if I, to do with I want to see if I understand this correctly. It's a hot dog until you put ketchup and mustard, and what, but also we should go there. What do you put on your hot dogs? Cause I'm like, just ketchup, maybe some onions. I, I'm not a mustard guy at all. I,
0: you know, I recently got tailored to the whole mustard taste, and I've no. been, I've been, I've been digging that. So I'm a, I'm a ketchup mustard guy. If I'm feeling pretty sporty, I'll maybe do like the chili dog you know go go that route
2: where where are you on the relish i'm not a relish no i'm not a relish guy chris i'll eat my i'll eat my hot dog plane before
0: i'll put the fucking relish on
2: that's a sound bite right there i'll eat my hot dog plane before i put the relish on yeah that's a sound bite
3: You truly touch on the important topic. What,
1: what, the, fuck happen- to? what, the-,
3: what
2: the fuck is happening
1: has happened to our podcast?
2: I wanna go I wanna go back for a second and so you're saying you're saying that if I just put a hot dog on a bun, take it out of the oven or boiling water, whatever you do with it, off the grill, and put nothing on it, it's a hot dog. But the minute I put ketchup on it, we're calling it a sandwich? Uh,
0: I guess maybe not ketchup, but you know, those people that get all the, you get the relish, you got the onions and the peppers. Mayo. It's like, well, fuck, you got a damn, Whoa, you whoa, a whoa, whoa what? Did you just no.
2: fucking say mayo? Yeah, I did. Chris
3: said mayo. Okay, I can't believe so- that Mayo
0: on
1: your hot dogs. That's fucking, fucking amazing. amazing.
0: Oh, is if
3: amazing. you're putting
0: mayo on your hot dog, then you're having a sandwich. I mean,
1: that's yeah. just what it is. i <laughs> Fucking <laughs> love
0: you,
3: dude. This this makes perfect. <laughs> like, I'll
1: put mayo on a cake. It'll oh my! I got I got one. I, I <laughs> have one <laughs> more question. <stuff.
2: laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, Bruce is so shit. happy he's frozen.
1: <laughs> okay, I got I got one more question before we go. You male loving hot dog eater. Um, okay, Lemieux, Gretzky, Curry, Matthews, Crosby. No, which one? What which about one Bossy? Is the... Nah, fuck. He's not in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Can
0: you repeat those? Bossy. Lemieux?
1: No, Lemieux, Gretzky, Curry. Crosby, and I can't remember. Oh, Matthews or Ovechkin. What,
0: what about Yager?
1: Okay, yeah. Yager. Yeah, but he doesn't count because he fucking quit and then he came back. <laughs> well, but
0: but he's got the nicest mullet in the league. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to. It's. I mean, it's tough. Pick to one. Pick one against the great one. I'm going with Crosby. I'm going with Crosby. Okay. I, I like I like Crosby as an all-around player.
1: Yeah. You know what I think his biggest accomplishment was? Getting rid of his East Canadian accent. That, <laughs> that was his biggest accomplishment. That's that's probably why he's such a good hockey player. Because like if,
0: he,
1: if he you ever go to Eastern played, Canada, you can't understand a word they say.
0: He also played high school hockey in Minnesota at Shattuck St. Mary's. Yeah. So that's why it's so fucking
1: good. <laughs> nice. Anyways. I uh...
3: want, I want haircut, and when I came home, my partner told me I looked like Yaromir Yagar. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't a good haircut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what oh, so you so go nice. for the perm <laughs> mullet? Wait, <laughs> you, you had a permed mullet?
3: No. <laughs> there was no fear, but it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember,
1: <laughs> I you look was like a portal.
3: Stressed, <laughs> and I went to that hair salon to feel better and I walk out looking like a fucking Russian hockey player. <laughs> Did not do the trick guys, for you but
1: I don't know I if any felt- of you guys follow uh Luongo on Twitter, but when he was the playing for the Panthers and Yager was down there, And he he was showing Yager's mullet progress every day. Like, look at the mullet. Like, he had, like, weeks and weeks of tweets of just taking photos of how long the mullet was getting.
2: Oh, that's (laughs)
0: hilarious.
2: So, Rena, Rena, no pants, Rena, no pants, had a permed mullet. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're taking
0: that one to your grave. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my
3: God.
1: Every Canadian kid That grew up in the 80s and 90s Definitely had a mullet at one point or another because I had a every mullet when I was little did.
2: I did as well from New York But yeah I had a mullet as well It was I the thing to have it. You
0: know, oh, When you're playing oh my hockey God, You gotta have your hair sticking on. on the back
1: <laughs> Okay well, well anyways That was a great <laughs> podcast about music
3: We <laughs> 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 mullets and <in> mullet <laughs>
1: Oh my God! <laughs> did we did we actually oh, talk man. about music at all during
2: this thing? Or? Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, I think know. we briefly. I that. took care
3: of that. I gave our guests a chance to talk about their music while you little bitches
1: were talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have one gear related question. Cool. Is is that a Neve in the background that I see?
0: It's like a Neve clone.
1: Ah. Which one You're is it? You're
0: saying over here. Yeah. One of one of these, this preamp, or actually that's a compressor.
1: What's the one up top?
0: This up here.
1: No, or the very this top. Up there? Yeah.
0: That's just uh, that's just my power regulator.
1: Oh, cool. It looks like it looks like a knee from back here.
0: Yeah. No, that's just uh, just the power regulator. Yeah, I got a little bit of gear in here. Not nothing too crazy, but. Enough yeah. to have a, have a little fun with. Thank you,
2: yeah. my friend. Hope cool. that wasn't too bad. We were all over the place, but I'm going to blame Rena. Hey, hey no, hey. that's fun <laughs> shit. I dig it.
1: You learned <laughs> to cross-check before you could walk properly.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, Fine, man, man. Right. that's fun. <laughs> that's it. Right. Right. For this talk. Thank this you for your time, time, man. Be well. We'll talk to you hey, soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good all one. Go right. right Caps.